I've got some questions for Scott White about Luis Castillo and Bryce Harper and a couple other players next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome in to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, August 5th. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm joined by Scott White. And we'll start off with a bit of a bit of bad news. Anthony Rendon having season-ending hip surgery. He was already on the IL uh, with a another injury. I think it was a hamstring injury. He's been on the IL a couple times this season. Had his worst season since 2017. Had been an elite player the previous four seasons. So hopefully he can come back and... Maybe one day the Angels will not be snake bitten and things will actually come together well for them. But 2021, <laughs> not that season. All right, Scott. Just wondering, just asking some questions here, okay? Just wondering, is this the best we've ever seen Luis Castillo pitch? He had six innings, gave up one run, seven strikeouts on Wednesday against the Twins. ZRA for the season down to 409. But. Remember, it was 722 after his first 11 starts. It's 191 over the last 12 with a 27% strikeout rate. Is this the best we've ever seen of Luis Castillo? I, I mean, I think it's a little short of that. You got to remember in between 2019 and 2020, his K per nine was like 11. Yeah. And he's barely over a strikeout per inning during this stretch, which strikeouts aren't everything, of course. And I think especially for a pitcher like him who who puts the ball on the ground so much, you can understand why he has a low ERA despite a modest strikeout rate. But, but you know, he, he's back to being totally in the circle of trust, right? I, I don't have any, any reason not to start Luis Castillo at this point and uh, really big bounce back for him after that miserable first two months. And one thing that I, I think, and the reason I was asking here would just be that, you know, maybe the blessing in disguise of that rough start is he has relied on his slider more than ever over the last uh, month plus, And it's been better than ever. He had a 57% whiff rate with that slider. That's a, an absurd mark. That was uh, the best of any pitch he's had all season for a month. So, you know, maybe he's now got a third pitch that he really feels confident in, which, you know, would be a good thing moving forward. All right. Just wondering, do we just underrate Bryce Harper now? You know, last time we did a redrafting the first two rounds, Bryce Harper didn't make it. He went three for five on Wednesday with two RBI. He's now hitting 306. He's on pace for 30 homers and 21 stolen bases. I mean, maybe he's not a first rounder, but do we just underrate him? I guess it depends who we are. I, I don't know that that's necessarily an the royal industry, <laughs> industry wide. I don't know. I don't know that that's an industry-wide thing. No, I mean he had he had a rough May where he was dealing with some injuries, and I think you know I, I think I got the most squirrely about him, and and you know if he was still like an early round guy in my mind, and and obviously since then he's been amazing. So to, as of today, having just moved him back into my top five outfielders rest of season, I would say no, we don't underrate him, but you know maybe he's, we he's, were. Maybe we were. Just wondering, would you drop Cody Bellinger right now? He hit eighth for the Dodgers. He uh, He's still playing every day, but it'll be very interesting to see what happens when Trey Turner's back from the COVID IL because A.J. Pollock's been awesome. Chris Taylor's been awesome. There might mm -hmm. not be room for Cody Bellinger every day. There might not. I mean, at some point, the Dodgers desired to win 
is going to overshadow their desire to rehabilitate Cody Bellinger. And I can't imagine them taking out Chris Taylor. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine them taking out AJ Pollock now as hard as he's as hot as he's been. So in terms of whether or not you need to continue to hold on to Bellinger and fantasy, I think in like a shallower three outfielder league, probably not. He's he's probably droppable at this point. Five outfielder leagues, you might hold on to him just in case he gets a shot and he right. continues to get a shot and, and, and blows up again. But But you're not starting him. Yeah, you're not starting him. It's just it's just a stash because there's nothing better on waivers in a league of that size. There's right. nothing more worth stashing than Bellinger. And hey, just wondering. Does Casey Mize need to be rostered right now? He's 80%, four earned runs and five innings against Boston. He's gone more than five innings pitched once in his last six starts since the start of July. So I wasn't satisfied with how I put this on the full-length podcast, so I'll put it a little differently this time. He has been a very steady source of quality starts this year, except for the month of July when they were pulling back on his innings, but that was by design, and, and they're letting him go deep into games again. Underlying numbers are not very good for Casey Mize, obviously. Former number one pick, top prospect pedigree, and he's been consistent this year. So I don't have a lot of confidence in him because he's not doing a lot of the things that a pitcher needs to do to give me confidence. But in most leagues, I would imagine I would imagine Casey Mize is more usable than what's on waivers. So I, I think you probably hold on to him until he does implode, and maybe he never does implode. That, that's what I think. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen into the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Smart Speakers, or anywhere else podcasts can be found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday's show. Bye. Bye.